chapter thirteen of the story of the atlantic cable this is a LibriVox recording all LibriVox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by kathleen the story of the atlantic cable by sir charles bright chapter thirteen experience investigation and progress the red sea line mr lionel gisborne had obtained powers from the turkish government to carry a telegraph line across egypt and lay a cable down the red sea the importance of this line to great britain led the government to give definite assistance the first portion of the proposed cable from suez to aden with intermediate landings was laid in eighteen fifty nine the different sections broke down one by one they were all laid very taut the slack in some cases being less than one per cent though the bottom was in certain parts very uneven the second portion of the line from aden to karachi with intermediate stations was laid during eighteen sixty the slack working out at zero point one per cent only faults developed very quickly in all the sections of both portions of the line apart from the small allowance for slack the type of cable adopted was of far too fragile a nature for some of its rough reef-like rusting spots indeed the undertaking was spoken of as like running a donkey for the ledger the promoters of this enterprise having neither specially qualified men nor the necessary materials for carrying out repairs were obliged to abandon it before any commercial work had been effected this was a most unfortunate line in every way for a complete message was never got through the entire length but only through each section separately nevertheless until quite recently it cost great britain thirty six thousand pounds per annum inquiry on the construction of submarine telegraphs aroused more especially by the above failure the government in eighteen fifty nine before undertaking further responsibility resolved to thoroughly investigate the construction of cables it also felt that the ultimate failure of the atlantic line was possibly due in part to weak joints and general defects in the manufacture of the insulating envelope this committee under the direction of the board of trade with captain afterwards sir douglas galton r e in the chair devoted twenty-two sittings covering a considerable period of time to questioning engineers electricians professors physicists manufacturers and seamen who had taken part in the various branches of cable work and whose knowledge or experience might throw light on the subject investigations were instituted concerning the structure of all cables previously made and the quality of the different materials used as to special points arising during manufacture and laying on the routes taken electrical testing and on sending and receiving instruments speed of signalling and so forth actual experiments were also made in connection with this inquiry to ascertain one the electrical and mechanical qualities of copper pure and alloyed also of gutta percha and other insulating substances two the chemical change in their condition when submerged three the effects of temperature and pressure on the insulating substances employed four 
the elongation and breaking strain of copper wires of iron steel and tarred hemp separately and combined five the phenomena connected with electrically charging and discharging conductors six methods of testing conductors and of locating faults besides the whole science and practice of cable making and laying the report of the committee was not published till some time afterward it expressed a conviction that submarine telegraphy might be made sure and remunerative in the future based on the evidence adduced regarding the proper manufacture and working of submarine telegraphs formulation of electrical standards and units this inquiry was shortly followed by an important paper before the british association for the advancement of science by sir charles bright and mr latimer clark then in partnership which put the practice of electrical testing on a systematic basis thereby considerably forwarding all electrical work connected with submarine telegraphy a committee was formed shortly afterward which gave the suggestions then brought forward the seal of universal officialdom further cables about this time a number of other cable enterprises were set afoot some in shallow water and others in comparatively great depths though few of them were able to benefit by the information obtained in the inquiry they were in the main more or less successful these projects included cables between malta and alexandria besides others in the mediterranean and elsewhere sir charles bright mr afterward sir c w siemens mr lionel gisborne and mr h c ford were mainly associated with them as engineers and electricians the line which met however with the most complete and lasting success was the first cable to india laid by sir charles bright in several sections along the persian gulf in eighteen sixty three to sixty four in this undertaking messrs bright and clark engineers to the government introduced a complete system of electrical and mechanical testing every joint was for the first time efficiently tested and the insulated core submitted to a hydraulic pressure representative of that which it would experience when laid a formula was also arrived at by an elaborate series of experiments for the effect of temperature on the insulation which showed how enormously the resistance of gutta-percha increased by consolidation when submitted to the low temperatures of the bottom of the ocean chatterton's compound had been already introduced for adhering the gutta-percha envelope to the wires as well as for cementing together the different insulating coats but bright and clark's preservation composition for the iron armor was first used in this enterprise this mixture not only evades the oxidation that iron wires even when galvanized are subject to but resists the attacks of the teredo and other objectionable animal life moreover besides the type of cable being eminently suitable the manufacture was carried out with extreme care and with all the advantage of experience and improved methods completion of pioneer stage with the successful termination of the above enterprise forming the first telegraphic connection between the united kingdom europe and india 
the science of constructing and laying submarine telegraphs was pretty definitely worked out and no very striking departure has since been introduced the pioneer stage may indeed at this juncture be said to have reached completion for this reason the rest of our narrative on the atlantic cable will be told more briefly though at greater length than the contents of this chapter recounting only the stepping-stones to what was to follow End of chapter thirteen